BAM Radio Network. Yes, there is research that shows that children who do homework consistently, get assigned homework and do it consistently, do indeed develop skills such as the lay of gratification. They're better at it. I think the research is very weak in those areas. We really don't have solid evidence that the time that parents spend working with their kids on homework, and let's be honest, many parents spend that time fighting with their kids over homework, has the kind of benefit that we would like to see. Sometimes homework is a byproduct of an overloaded curriculum and a too heavy emphasis on testing. And if we were to limit those things, more learning could happen in school and maybe the homework would not even be a necessity at all. We just got to be careful about the limits that we put on things and go back to why are we doing this in the first place and, and what's our goal. Hello, it's time for Teacher's Aid, strategies, tools, and tactics for the challenges teachers face. I'm Ray Pika. The debate about homework seems absolutely endless and is once again heating up, much of it this time via social media. The arguments go round and round with parents, teachers, and administrators all weighing in, often without the information they need to support their arguments. Here today to provide some information and insights are Etta Kralovic, Janine Bompachan, Josh Stumpenhorst, and Brian Nichols. Welcome to all of you. Etta, your book is called The End of Homework, and your subtitle indicates that homework limits learning. How does it do that? Well, one of the things that we really looked at was the amount of time that kids spend outside of school doing homework, which keeps them in the same sort of literacy, numeracy modality, and we think they need to have time to develop those other parts of themselves that can only be developed through play and creativity and reading on your own, and working in communities. What do you mean the literacy numeracy modality keeps them in that? Well, in school, kids are spending their time doing math and reading and writing, and those are important and crucial skills for kids to have, but there's other modalities that kids need to experience. They need music, they need art, they need to be able to do inquiry projects. Okay, so you're saying that the, the homework tends to revolve around literacy and numeracy and they don't get to broaden their horizons. Yes. Got it. Janine, you believe that homework could provide a great foundation for kids. Can you tell us why? Yes. Homework provides a foundation not only for academic achievement, especially as kids get into middle and high school, but also lays the groundwork for the development of a lot of character traits or motivational skills like persistence and diligence and the ability to delay gratification. Homework also provides an opportunity for parents to model for their children how to work through difficult problems, how to become resilient as school tasks get more and more complex as they get older. Well, the responsibility and all of those characteristics, that's the conventional wisdom. Is there research that proves that is indeed so? Yes, there is research that shows that children who do homework consistently, get assigned homework and do it consistently, do indeed develop skills such as the lay of gratification. They're better at it. And it's also the case that in our country, most students, the typical students, don't do about less than an hour of homework uh, a day. So the, the stories that you hear, which are, of course, very true about students being overburdened are true, but they are atypical. Anna, your thoughts? Well, I think that we don't really know how much time kids spend doing homework because homework is self-reported. So the, the, the range of time that kids report doing homework is enormous. And we all know that some kids do homework and other kids don't do homework. But I want to talk about those other skills that Janine mentioned. I think the research is very weak in those areas. We really don't have 
solid evidence that the time that parents spend working with their kids on homework, and let's be honest, many parents spend that time fighting with their kids over homework, has the kind of benefit that we would like to see for the aggravation that it causes in many families. Well, Josh, you're a teacher who used to be pro-homework before you had kids of your own. First, why were you pro-homework, and why did becoming a parent change your mind? I I see both sides of the coin, and I think it's very easy to say and get into the traditional mindset that it teaches persistence or resilience or these other things. But I've looked at the research, too, and I haven't seen any strong argument to say that it actually does that. Uh, One of the big arguments is it teaches responsibility, but when you actually boil it down, it doesn't actually teach responsibility for the kid, but responsibility for the parent. And as a parent, I feel that. And you look at this, does it actually improve achievement? And I haven't seen any evidence of that in any research or the research I've done in my own classroom of tracking kids that do homework and don't do homework, their performance on a test. And it's a very weak argument, and I have yet to see a strong argument to say it actually helps learning. Grades and learning are two very different things, but I haven't seen any evidence that actually says it supports learning, nor have I witnessed that. Are you saying that you don't help your children with their homework? Oh, I'm saying I help my children with my homework, but I'm also not naive to think that all parents are capable. Um, I have sixth-grade students that come to me with math homework, and I don't teach math. And the intensity of math now is not the same as it was 15 years ago. Uh, I'm not able to help a sixth-grader on math right now, so I can only imagine with some of these parents that get stuff coming home, they're not capable of helping them. So how can they model this if they can't even help them with the work that they're currently doing? Okay, Janine, your response to that? Well, a couple of things. The research is very clear that homework in the older grades in middle school and high school is positively associated with gains in academic achievement. There's no doubt about that. There is also very good research. Um, Individuals who have studied, for example, mothers helping their children um, doing some sort of homework task to show that there are ways in which parents can model an adaptive way to deal with problems. And that kind of research really helps uh, teachers to design programs for parents that can help them get involved with their children's schooling. Now, it's absolutely true that not every parent can help, but my view is when the work gets too complex or if one is teaching in a school where where parents are simply overworked and unable to help, it is most definitely the school's responsibility to put supports in place through afternoon homework clubs or any other kind of assistance to help students do their homework. I think low-income students, I think it's a mistake to feel sorry for kids who may not have help at home. On the contrary, we ought to supplant that and put the help in the school. Thanks, Janine. Brian, as an elementary school administrator, do you think teachers assign homework out of a belief that it fosters learning or because it's a cultural habit? You know, I really believe for the most part that it's a cultural habit because one of the things that's lacking with homework is this whole relevance piece. You know, why do they have to do a word search or put words in alphabetical order? Or You know, we've created a generation of Friday spellers who can spell it on Friday because there's no relevance attached to it cannot spell the word on Monday. I mean, I know we've seen that as classroom teachers and as principals and so forth, but it's a cultural piece for teachers and also a cultural piece for parents. If you start with, you know, why are you given this assignment, either in a classroom or for homework, it typically falls apart as far as the rationale for why are you giving this assignment. It's an assignment you've given before, it's an assignment that you typically send home, or it's like sending 50 math problems home for a student to struggle. I mean, I see that with my son uh, when I work with him. If he can't do the first five, why are we going to continue for two hours on the rest of the 45? Right. Okay, well, let's get some advice. Janine, how much and what kind of homework do you recommend? Well, I think homework that is engaging is the best homework. It's challenging. 
but not overly challenging, nor is it too easy. It's engaging homework is the best kind of homework. Students love it. They learn a lot from it. They report that they learn a lot from it. And as for the amount of homework, I think most people rely on Professor Harris Cooper's recommendation of 10 minutes of homework per grade. So 10 minutes in the first grade, 50 minutes in the fifth grade, etc. It maxes out in terms of its effectiveness at about two hours. But it is the reality that in some probably in likely more affluent communities, kids who are taking a lot of APs and, and honors courses do much more than two hours. What would be an example of engaging homework? I think homework that gets students to think, that allows them to create something, create solutions to something, work together with two or three other peers and think through a solution to a novel problem, create a society, for example. I mean, there are lots of wonderfully creative things. Okay. And Etta, uh, are you totally against homework? You know, I think that the point that Janine made about the kinds of learning that can be embedded in what we now call homework assignments are really important kinds of learning. I just think they should be done at school where all students have equal access to educational resources. I mean, we know educational resources are distributed very unequally in this country, and if we think that learning is valuable and important, it ought to be done during the school day. And what is your best advice for the teachers listening? My best advice for people listening is to go to change.org and sign on the healthy homework guideline that the Race to Nowhere community is putting forward to the national uh, PTA because the national PTA, we believe, should be a leader in protecting family time from the inclusion of the school day into it. Okay, thanks. Josh, if a parent is pushing for traditional homework, how could a teacher best help them understand? Well, my, my comment to the whole Cooper research with 10 minutes per grade level and what I tell my parents is, you know, 10 minutes for your son or your daughter is not right. the same as 10 minutes for the other son or the other daughter. And that's my issue with that whole, that is the, uh, the assumption that every kid learns at the same speed or is capable of the same types of thing. And so my, my comment to my parents, and I make it every fall, is my time is with your child and I can to give them the most learning opportunities. When they are home with you, that is your time. Do what you need to do as a family. I will respect your time and you will respect mine. And we have this agreement and arrangement, and, and it works very well, and I have had nothing but incredibly positive reactions to that, and it, and it works. All right. Brian, what advice do you have for the teacher who wishes to limit or eliminate homework but has an administrator who pushes for it? I think the advice for the teacher is to really talk to the administrator about the work they're trying to do and the goal that they're trying to accomplish and how homework fits or doesn't fit in that plan. I've seen working with even the most resistant administrators when a rationale is given and they see the whole plan. Now, if they just hear, okay, they're not assigning homework, oh, no, that's not a good thing. But when they see it across a whole plan, here's how the day is going to work and here's how the nighttime piece and here's how it's going to work, how the next piece goes, they're more apt to at least try to pilot it and see how it goes and see the results when it's part of a comprehensive plan and not just an isolated piece. Excellent. Thank you so much. I know it is, uh, the debate is not likely to end anytime soon, but I think that what you've contributed to it here today has been very helpful for my listeners. So thanks for being here. Homework can be such an emotional issue with strong feelings on either side of it. The important thing for you as a teacher is to understand why you may or may not be assigning it. Do you assign homework because you had it in school? Because it's expected by administrators and or parents? Because the conventional wisdom is that regardless of the kind of homework, it fosters character 
traits like responsibility and the ability to delay gratification? If you teach at the elementary level, the research is clear that homework is of very little value. If you teach at the middle or high school levels, it appears that the two words to keep in mind in relation to homework are relevant and engaging. Otherwise, what's the point? So do you see that like button on your screen? Yes, right there in front of you in the pop-up box. If you appreciated this segment of Teacher's Aid and would like to keep the shows coming, please click that thing for me. Thank you. This has been Ray Pico with Teacher's Aid, offering solutions to the challenges teachers face. Thanks for listening. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.